0: Up, everybody, what is going on? It's your girl Jay, and welcome back to the show. I hope everyone is doing well out there. Um, but check this out this is part two of a two part episode. So, if you guys did not listen to part one about that time that I got fired, please go listen to part one and then come back here so you can finish it all up. For those of you that did listen, I'm not going to hold you. Let's get back into it. He's like, well, I mean, the only way I can switch you from overnights is if someone volunteers because I can't change the job codes and we're really not supposed to be changing jobs anyway. I can't make somebody else go overnight. So unless there's a volunteer, I can't I can't change it. So I'm like, so I'm just over. I'm just stuck here. He was like, yeah, I mean, until we can, you know Get the okay to switch you, okay So at that point, that was the part that The straw that broke the camel's back And I was done, I was done I didn't know how, but I was I I needed to make an exit So um, I work hard, I still will work hard Because it's just the integrity in me But I definitely was checking out And I definitely wasn't doing anything extra. I definitely wasn't um, trying to go above and beyond, especially not for him. And I just stopped communication with him, period. Like, unless he was giving me notes, I didn't have nothing to say to him. I didn't want to see him. I didn't want to talk to him. And so it became very rough. Like, that was probably the roughest period of, of my life at that job was during that time because I really hated going to work. I hated to see him. And uh, he just made it difficult um, On the other end of that I was making really, really good money I was super young I was like, what, 26 or something Making, at that time, really good money I could pay for my apartment I had money to, to save I had money to spend um, I didn't want for anything Rent wasn't that much back then We're talking the early 90s uh, I mean early 90s The early. I'm not that old The early 2000s um, Probably like closer to before 2010, so in between 2000 and 2010, so rent wasn't that high, things weren't that high. I can afford everything. I was doing well, and I did not want him to be the reason why I messed that up or lost that. I wouldn't say messed that up. I lost it. So it was it was kind of a battle of me trying to figure out what I wanted to do, and I reached out to my two mentors, the two two of my 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 managers from before at the other stores that I was thriving in. Um, we became so close that they did become mentors of mine. And to this day, one of them, I, you know, he's like my big brother. Like if I ever need, I haven't talked to him in a very long time, but the, when I used to live in Houston, we still had a really tight relationship. um, Even though neither one of us worked um, with the company anymore, but we kind of stayed in touch. But since I've moved, we haven't really um, been able to stay in touch, but regardless, talk to him, And he's like, yeah, that's not cool. He was like, I understand if you want to quit, but you, you know, you got to have your ducks in a row. Um, Don't make any rash decisions. You know, make sure you have your stuff together because you are, you know, you're supporting yourself. There's nobody else there. You're not living with anybody. Um, Don't allow him to make you make a rash decision. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay. so I'm trying to figure it out. Also in Houston we have uh, Hurricanes like Houston Is very close to the Gulf and in Certain parts if a hurricane was to Hit like directly hit Galveston I'll say um, Depending on the track It can go right from the Coast and hit Houston directly Um, So we would get a fair Amount of hurricane um, Watches and warnings And things like that and some have been hit um, Direct hits not not like Category Five, but we have had you know hurricanes that have hit us, and floods happen, and tropical storms and things like that. Well, I work in a retail place um, that sells everything, and so if a hurricane is coming, you know people are trying to get toilet paper, generators, water, paper products, non-perishables. Like they're going crazy. So there would be times where. You know, we are really busy. My night crew would be really, really busy because we're trying to restock everything. We have a high number of trucks coming in that we have to unload. We got to get those unloaded and worked and all that other stuff. So it would be really busy for me. So I would be, you know, busy to get my job done, but I wasn't like bending over backwards for him in a sense, right? So this one instance I want to say was Hurricane Ike. Um, We all heard of Hurricane Trina Katrina, I mean, we had a lot of Louisiana people that work for our company come and and work in our stores in Houston and and move there and stuff like that. Um, That was a huge deal. Um, Right after that, we had Hurricane Rita, which everyone was afraid was gonna be another. Hurricane Katrina didn't end up being that bad, but it was pretty rough on everybody. We had um, Hurricane Ivan, which um, I actually, I wanna say that was Ivan, that I... Left for was it Rita I either left for Rita or I left for Ivan Um, Only reason I say Rita is because it was right after Katrina and we were all Scared that that was going to happen in Houston because they said it was like a Direct hit so I don't remember if it was Rita or Ivan one of those I ended up Leaving for um, we were having a conversation and it's usually like the the general Manager be like okay you know people are evacuating I know a lot of your People are going to be leaving Um, I'm not saying you stay here, but if everybody's leaving, we need to have somebody and we're like the first line of defense. So if you can stay, we would appreciate it. And, you know, pretty much what he's saying is like, don't evacuate, don't leave, stay so we can have someone, you know, be in the store, work the store whatever. Like they'll close the store for the actual hurricane, but who's going to be there to to? work after that's over, who's going to be there to to make sure we can get everything done before we have to close the store, make sure everyone can get their water and stuff like that. And, you know, be open for the customers to get their stuff. That was the, the thing. And then, you know, he was like, you know, you can, people can come stay with me. I live here or whatever. Like if it's something that you guys need, I can, I can provide that stuff like that. He wasn't just saying like, stay so you can be in this storm for this company, but it was more like, You know, we want to I want to be able to help you guys out But understand that Because people are coming to us To get products We kind of have to stay open until You know, the very end or whatever Until we decide we want to close up And everybody go be safe and stuff So, anyway um, Hurricane Ike I did not leave for I stayed um, Just because I wasn't leaving And so, of course, I was working And at this time Everybody All my people, most of my people left. It was me, like three people working the floor and then I had my one receiver and we worked our butts off that night. Like this was the night before we were gonna close and be done until after the hurricane was gonna come or not. We worked our butts off. Oh my God. It was like, normally you get six to seven trucks a night. I usually have two receivers. I had one receiver and myself and we had like, Something crazy like 12 or 13 trucks coming. We're unloading. I'm talking about full length, 18 foot, you know, 20 foot trucks or whatever. We are busting our butt to get this product off the floor. I mean, off the truck and to the floor and stocked and all this other stuff. We worked our butts off. I came in at 6 p.m. I didn't leave till like almost nine o'clock. Um, I just, we did the damn thing. It was unheard of what we did. I felt proud of me and my my little team of people to get that stuff done. But we were still getting trucks in because that's just, they were sending us bunches of you know water and paper and stuff like that. So around almost nine o'clock, I'm like, look, y'all, I'm, I'm leaving. Like, I gotta, <laughs> I'm tired, I'm sleepy. We worked our butts off last night. Um, I got people during the day that can continue to get these trucks. I'm gonna leave. Well, I... Leave only to get a phone call of him yelling at me about why I left There's still trucks left There's tons of stuff that still needs to be done Why didn't I get it done? Blah, 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 blah So I hang up the phone Because <laughs> I'm I'm going to bed I'll deal with that later He can be pissed But I'm done I Go to bed, wake up, whatever Hurricane Hurricane doesn't come or whatever But it does send storms and we lose power A bunch of stuff Anyway When I get back to work, of course, he's ready to write me up. He wrote me up because, you know, there's trucks that still needed to be unloaded is what he said. We didn't have all the stuff that the customers needed, blah, 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 blah. It was really busy, whatever. So I'm like, I tell him, dude, I was there from six to almost nine. I had three people. I normally have at least 16 If everyone is there, I have about 22, but people were off. People have their off days. So the certain days, certain times I I only have 16 people, maybe 13. I had three. I usually have two receivers. I had one. We usually have six to seven trucks. We had 12 or 13. We unloaded all 13 of those trucks that night. Now, if they still want to send trucks throughout the morning, I'm not staying to do that. I have two receivers that can do that during the day. I have other managers that know how to drive forklifts. They can also unload those trucks. I wasn't stand for that. So he said it was unacceptable. He wrote me up. So I already knew it's starting. It's starting, right? He found some other stuff, started writing me up. And then one day he just came to work and asked me for my keys, told me I was no longer welcome there. He didn't want me in his building. And so I'm like, well, am I fired or what are we doing? Well, I don't know, but you're not gonna be working here. Give me your keys. Okay, cool. Give him my keys. I go home, call my district manager. I'm like, I don't know what just happened. He just asked for my keys. I just need to know am I getting transferred to another store? Like, let me know what's going on. I'm going to bed. Let me know when I wake up. So he calls me back when I wake up. He's pretty much like, No, that's not how we do things. I'm not sure what he's thinking. Something obviously is very wrong. I need to dig into that. Um, obviously, both of you. Um, I've heard what he had to say really I, I know what he's saying But we, that's not how we handle things If if there's an issue he needs to follow the policies um, We just don't ask for keys and send people off That's not what we do I'll see about a transfer I'm not really sure I need to you know still cert, sort things out So here you take uh, the rest of the week off I think I had two more days to work And then I was going to be off anyway for the weekend Take the rest of the week off uh, we'll sort this out. I'll have you talk to HR. Um, They'll give you a call and then maybe we can figure something out. I was like, all right, I'm salary. I'm still getting paid. So I end up talking to HR. This was the second straw that broke the camel's back because um, we talk and then they end up just saying like, well, we're going to send you back to that store. And I'm like, why would you do that? And it was like, well, because we feel like both of you can work it out. We had a conversation with him. He understands where he went wrong. You know, you can go back to that store. And I'm like, well, why can't I just get a transfer? And it was like, well, we don't really move issues. I'm like, so why why am I being called an issue? What do you mean? Um, Well, you know, this and this didn't get done or whatever. And I was like, okay, look, I feel like I'm targeted. If you send me back to that place, it's only a matter of time before he lets me go. I'm like, can you not? look into his track record and see how many people he's written up. How many of them were women? How many of them were women of color? How many issues has he had with women that weren't his friends? Look at my track record. How many times have I had a perfect eval? How many times have I met with corporate people for job opportunities? How many times have I been written up in my eight years of working with this company? How many times have I had any write-ups how many, how many times have you had heard my name about any kind of disciplinary issues at all? Is it not odd that now all of a sudden I get with this person and now all this shit is happening? Is that not, does not, no one see that? Y'all don't see that? Well, we blah, blah, blah. Okay, we're good. Thank you. I'll go back to the store. I just know my my, my days are, are numbered. So I talked to my mentor again. I'm like, okay, what do I do? Cause I really just want to quit. And he was like, well, I get that. I know that, but just, just hear me out. This might be unorthodox, but if you quit, they don't have to pay you out your vacation. They don't have to pay you out your bonus. They can just let you go. And he can try to fight you where you don't get unemployment. Not saying he will, but he sounds like the kind of douchebag that would try to do that. If you allow him to fire you, they have to pay you out your vacation. They have to pay you out your bonus. You're already fully vested. So you get your 401k with you and you can get immediate unemployment because it was involuntary. He was like, just hear me out. I know you don't want to do that. I know you have pride, but if you let him fire you, you get this stuff. He was like, and if you need a reference, whenever you look for another job, I was your manager, I can give them all the reference you need. They never have to talk to him. They never have to know that you were fired. No one would ever know. And if you don't have me, you have so-and-so, you know. I had other people. He was like, we have enough people that have your back that you don't have to worry about it ever being known that you got fired. We got you. And so I was like, oh. <sighs> all right. He was like, just start stacking your paper. That's all you can he didn't say stack your paper, but he was just like just start saving up And so that's what I did. I started saving up my money. I wasn't going out. I was you know Keeping a good savings and you know one day Again after him nitpicking me over some other crap Um, he let it go for like probably a month for a month He was like being normal and it seemed like everything was good. I know it wasn't I was still watching my back, But he just left me alone and then after that month, he, he started again. And so um, I left on my 15 to go pick up one of my friends from work, for work to bring him to, to work because we work, you know, at the same place. And uh, my best friend um, at the time called me and she was like, look, so-and-so and his assistant are here. It's six in the morning. They don't come in until nine. So we already know. She was like, they're here. They're looking for you. I told him you went on break, but I'm just letting you know ahead of time that they're here. So I'm like, okay, well, it's happening. It's happening today. And she was like, yeah, I think so. So I get back to work. He sees me. He says, uh, hey, let me talk to you upstairs. So I already know. I've already been checked out. I was just waiting for this moment. Um, He brings me to the office. And honestly, y'all, I don't remember anything he said because I blacked it out. I was not listening or looking like I didn't care. I had my keys ready to give to him. Um, I was just wondering where my money was. I was like, so you pay out, pay me out my vacation and my bonus, right? He was like, Yeah. Okay, so where's that? I'm like, there's no need to explain anything to me. It doesn't matter. Please give me my money. And so he ended up giving me my, giving me my money. I had about, about eight grand um that I got paid out um in cash cuz they couldn't write a check, he had to give me that in cash. And uh then, you know, it was time to like escort me out or, you know, let me leave or whatever. So him and his assistant gets up. Her name was uh Sarah, I believe. So I look at her and I'm like, "Well, it was a pleasure working with you. I know you just started. Um, I feel very sorry for you to have to work with him." Um and uh, you know, you've been nothing but good to me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for everything that you've done. I hope you enjoy your career. But I, again, feel sorry for you to have to be his assistant and uh, not assistant, but his well, pretty much his assistant. And uh, she was like, OK, so she shook my hand and then he's st- he's standing up thinking I'm about to shake his hand. I don't remember the words that I said, and I don't know if I said anything, really. I just looked at him and looked at his hand and made my way to the door. Like, please, excuse me, get out of my way. And he was like, well, it was nice working with you. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Let me get my stuff out of my locker. Totally ignored him, walked out. And as much as I did not want to be fired, it was the, honestly, the best thing for me. I was really stressed out. Nobody should be that stressed out at 27 or 26 or however old I was. It was a lot of stress. Um, But a huge weight fell off my sh- shoulders and um, it's funny because I parked in the back um, And usually he parked somewhere near me Couldn't I didn't see his truck They said he hid his truck Because they thought I was going to do something to it So there's that um, But I will say um, Karma is always going to be car- karma And um, he didn't have such a great life um, after that I don't know what he's doing now, if he's okay or whatever I do know he got sick I do know his he got a divorce um, I do know he was having issues with that I do know the store Once I left was going to hell in a handbasket Also knew he started targeting other um, At least two black women that were there um, Actually another woman too that wasn't black But um, he just continued his pattern and then all this stuff started happening to him where he got sick. Um, I think he had to step down, his something was going on with his family and then his wife left him and all that stuff so I mean I don't feel bad about any of that um, as long as that's, it's been 15 years, I understand, but I just don't enjoy evil people. I don't enjoy vindictive people and um, I don't I don't like that all because I didn't want to be his friend. Maybe I don't really know. I don't really know. Maybe he just doesn't like women who he can't control. Maybe that's what it is. Um, but yeah, so that was the, my first and only time being let go of a job in that way. And uh, it was a lesson learned. But um, I'm happy to know that things didn't work out so well for him. It gives me a little bit of, of satisfaction. Now, I don't know where he is today. If he's still around or if he's okay or whatever, I don't, I don't care. If I ever see him again, like he is just, I, I'm not someone that holds grudges, but he's not, I don't want to ever, there's nothing about him to me is redeemable that I need to have him be a part of anything that I'm associated with. So if I ever saw him again, which I hope I never do, I would just act like he's some stranger that I've never met before. Um, because, as much as I left out a lot, I talked a lot, but I also left out a lot of details with this situation. But yeah, he left a really, really like I, I'm, I don't like that man. I don't like that man. Um, he wasn't that much older than me either. He's probably like maybe five to seven years older than me. But uh, yeah, I don't care for him. So with that being said, that is the end of this episode. <laughs> I know it kind of got dark, but. That was the the story of me uh, losing my job at twenty six or twenty seven. Fun fact: the day that I got fired was the day that Michael Jackson died. If y'all can believe that or not, crazy, right? Because I was already like, man, you know, not. I wasn't. I wasn't sad that I lost my job because I was just already done. But you know, you're just like, you know, I have this money. I have savings. I'm good. But it's just like disappointing that this is how my career ended. And then I get home and turn on the TV and find out that I think I fell asleep, I went to bed and then I woke up and found out that uh, Michael Jackson passed away. It was just a crazy day, a crazy day. But that's all I have for y'all. So thank y'all for listening uh, to my long story, Um, even though I cut out a lot. Please uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thank you for listening. And um, that's all I have. So I'll talk to y'all later. Peace out.